to celebrate Slider Sunday all season long. Kings Hawaiian is giving away $1 million in a trip to the big game to one lucky winner. Just go to kingshawaiianshowdown.com to enter to win. Earn more entries by playing fun games, voting on your favorite sliders, and discovering delicious game day recipes. That's kingshawaiianshowdown.com for your chance to win $1 million. kingshawaiianshowdown.com Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Messaging data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. What? Monster sucks. Slimer rocks. Monster sucks. Slimer rocks. Monster sucks. Slimer rocks. Monster sucks. Monster sucks. Monster sucks. Monster sucks. Monster sucks. Guys? Guys? Where the hell is everybody? Heather? Aaron? Producer Mike? Where's everybody? Come on, you can't tell me it's just me. Guys? Hello? Hello? Oh. Oh, thank Whoa, Howdy, wait. sir. Who are you? Sir? Name's Poe. Poe J. Poe J. That's right. Well, what are you doing here, man? Glad to make your acquaintance, sir. Yeah. Where's, are you, are you related to Aaron? Are you from Texas? I'm from a little place they call Death Valley, Texas. It's right next to GW, Texas. You can come GW. down there and you can meet good old GW. Have yourself a beer. Get some drinking done. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a nice place to visit. I mean, yeah. As you can see... I've been out all day riding the range, trying to ride the range out there with the horses, cattle, the gunslingers. Yeah. Well, that sounds awfully exciting. 
Looks like an interesting beverage you have there, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beverage. Some good old Budweiser. It's it's not your Texas Lone Star beer, but it'll no. suffice. You need to go to the Near Do Wells Tavern in Texas. I don't think they serve no Budweiser there. I hear a pretty rowdy crowd hangs out there. Yeah. You be right. You be right. You be very right. Yeah. So, Poje, uh, tell mm. us about yourself and what you're doing here. Well, I'm here because Aaron decided he had some family obligations that he could not get away from this evening. So I decided to step in in his steed. Well, that's that's very kind of you. I mean, are are you related to him? Are you part of the Poe family? I am a member of the Poe clan. I am a member of the Death Valley Poes. The Death Valley Poes. The Death Valley Poes. That sounds intimidating. I mean, we're a lot more intimidating than them GW Poes. Them GW Poes are a bunch of, uh, um, uh, how how do I say they, they're full of undesirables? Yes. Really? A little bit. A little bit. So, I mean, at what point was there a break in the, in the Poe clan and were they split off between our good buddy Aaron Poe's pose and the GW pose? See, here's the thing. He's your good buddy. He's not my good buddy. I haven't oh. seen that rattlesnake bastard in a good five, ten years. I just watch him do this podcast. He does near duel show. He does this show. He does a show called Poe Talks Show. Well, and yeah, but he does pretty much every show on the network. I mean, I know, and he is, I mean, just just suffocating with his words to the point where I don't want to be suffocated no more. So I came on here to fix what he started. Oh, you, you feel you're you're reclaiming the Poe name and uh, and returning it to its former glory? That's goddamn right I am. Whoa. Goddamn right. Yeah. See this character on my shirt here? Yes, yes, that it, would be Slimer. Yes. Yes, he, he means business. He's going to go slime every one of them fucking GW Poes. They will all be covered. They will all be covered in his slimy sputum. 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 Hold on. I need to write that down. I like that one. Yes, I like it too. Um, So... Yeah. You are, uh, you seem to be confused, sir, about what's going on here. Just a little. 
just a little. Yes. Just a little. Um, Morgan Wellborn. Okay, uh, OJ, uh, <laughs> I will uh, let you know. Uh, you, I don't know if you can see it on your screen or if you're looking in a water and trough or whatever you're doing right now to be on this podcast. But uh, there are comments on the right-hand side of the screen, uh, and we often reference them. Yes, and that, that's uh, Throughout the show, so people can interact. Um, yeah. Morgan Wellborn Morgan is here. Uh, Joey T. Uh, Joey T. is asking if that is Poe J. Simpson. Uh, are you Poe J. Simpson? You're, you've, you've already stated you're not a part of the GW pose. No. No. I am a part of the Death Valley pose. The GW pose are a bunch of panty wastes. Okay. Uh, Paul Rosso is uh, asking, uh, is Poe a podcast slut? Aaron Poe, yes, he is. Which is why I haven't seen him in five to ten god dang years. Because he's been doing too many podcasts, right? Because so he's you... been nothing but a podcast slut, so I've decided to come and fix him. I will fix his wagon and paint it good. Now, are, are you going to move him back to Death Valley with a Death Valley pose for this uh, fixing? He may go there for a time. He may go there for a time. Oh, here's a good one. Morgan Wellborn would like to know what the fuck is happening. All right, all right. I, I can't do it. I, I was going to try <laughs> to keep it going the whole show, but I can't. I can't do it. I'm like, I'm like you know what? I'm like, this, this started taking a really dark turn somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know if I can dig myself out of this hole. Oh, just when I think, when I thought we couldn't have a worse opening to Rabbit and Red. Uh, Here we well, are. That, Welcome that, to that, Rabbit and Red, everybody. Yeah, that's why I decided to dump it. Because I'm like, you know what? It's not going as well as I planned. Aaron is out on vacation. We don't know where Heather is. Uh so uh, we're going back tonight to the uh, a couple of years back to the uh, Rabbit and Red reboot, and it's just yes. me and Michael J. Sorry. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, for all intents and purposes, yes, I am very sorry. I am going to keep the bolo on though, because number one, I can't unfasten it with one hand, and number two, I kind of enjoy it, and I think it complements Slimer quite well. <laughs> um, Joey T. Joey T. I agree. I agree with Joey T. He says, I hear Poe J. is a bastard child of David Koresh. I mean, if I could blow them all up, I would, I'd go to Waco and I'd, I'd blow up the GW pose. I'd blow up the Death Valley pose. I'd blow them all the fuck up. <laughs> why, why would you do that to the Death Valley pose? Uh, I don't know. The Death Valley pose do seem like they are a little, uh, eh. I mean, I mean, they're a little brutal, um, I think, you know, at least from from what I can gather, they're definitely brutal. They can um, be. Well, you don't you don't get them super tight. You know, you have to be able to breathe. You understand that, right? What? The bolos or the pose? Yeah. Oh, the bolos? <laughs> the- <laughs> well, I mean, I, I tried to tighten it. And before the show, I think when I first put it on, 
I've, I think I tightened it to the point where I was going to like choke myself out. That's why I was like struggling to try to get it looser because I could feel like the, 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 the breath um, slipping away from me. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and, uh, and I mean, that's probably not a bad idea to loosen it because it's lack of oxygen that got you into this whole ex- exactly in the first place. E- exactly. Yeah. You see that that's, that's 100% true. And that, that's the thing with this, uh, with this, uh, I mean, it's just so like, it's, it's weird because the clasp is just, I mean, now it's starting to annoy the fuck out of me. Can I, I don't think I can undo it. No, I don't know which way it goes. I'm leave it on, leave it on. Yeah. I'm going to have to leave it here. Um, Morgan Wellborn says the bolo is awesome. I agree, Morgan. You're a hundred percent right. Bolos are awesome. And I, and uh, like I said, I grew this stash just for this. And I'm like, uh, it's just like, or tried to grow a mustache, you know, but. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, the bolo, you can wear a bolo in uh, most places where ties are required. Like. Really? Yeah. If you're in court or whatever, but it, it is uh, in federal court legal if to uh, substitute a bolo tie. It's just, just the same as wearing a regular tie. So if you have trouble tying a regular tie or a bow tie, uh, as uh, as I do, uh, then, yeah, bolo is the way to go. And plus, if you sever your femoral artery in your leg, you can always take it off and use it as a tourniquet. So, I mean, it, it doubles oh, I for that. I see. I see. I can't see it for a second. We um, shoot. Uh, Heather will be joining us in a second. Let me. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, good. Uh, Father Mahoney in the house. Uh, retro rabbit and red. Yes, yes. It looks like, well, at least the opening of the opening of this show is a uh, retro. What is the? Uh, yeah. That's the okay. Wait, Paul Rasso, is the bolo only legal in Texas court or all fifty states? I think it's all federal courts, but it's been a while since I watched that episode of the Last Drive-In where Joe Bob explained that. So, watch the first three seasons of the uh, Last Drive-In with Joe Bob, uh, and uh, you will find it in there someplace. I'm just getting off my knees real quick because they're already starting to kill me. I don't know why. I'll tell you, I got a pad to like kneel on, like one of these like foam pad things. Uh And if I kneel, it it was like, okay, like the first day that I got it, I could kneel for like four hours straight and it was okay. Oh my God, I would die. But then like after that, like... You know, each subsequent day, I could I could kneel like less and less. Like it was, it would be like, um, you know, it went to like three hours, then two hours, then one hour, then forty five minutes, then thirty minutes. Now I'm at a point where it's like, if I kneel longer than like ten or twenty minutes, I have to jump off of it because it's like, it like my knee goes through the damn thing, and I'm like. You know, I'm telling you, Cody, being old and crippled is not fun. Um, I'm getting old and quickly approaching cripple. So I, uh, I feel you, buddy. Uh, hey, we loan some Lenny in the house. Uh, he says, uh, from south of Boston. 
Uh, hey, is south of Boston, is anywhere close to Death Valley, Boston, or GW, Boston? I mean, we're in there. Uh, I can't fucking slip back in. I was trying to slip back into it. I can't do it now. I'm like out of it. I'm totally out of character. Father and Mahoney, Aaron, uh, watching, south of Boston here, too. Yeah, yeah, we, we know about Boston, Rob. Yes. Um, so... Geez, there was so much that we kind of wanted to touch on this evening. Uh, I don't know where to begin. What do you think? Where do you think we should start? Well, I don't know. Um, when I figured we'd leave say? the news for the uh, last segment, like usual. Um, right. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk a little bit about the last uh, episode Ooh. of uh, Tales from the Crips? Uh, I mean that, that 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 would be fun. I, I hate uh, to I, kick I a dead it. horse. Uh, uh, it's fine. Or a dead indie go go campaign. I enjoy that too. Yep. <laughs> I enjoy that too. Um, a dead indie. Brent Black, Indianapolis here. Like Indianapolis, cool. Wow, we're all over the place. Now I almost uh, wish I was down in Texas, <laughs> just to just to get that real Texan flavor, because they barbecue down there and shit, don't they? <laughs> they barbecue here too, Mike. They barbecue pretty much every place. Um, I mean, yeah, they do, but I'm wondering if Texas barbecue is different than Texas. Than, they do have some know. of the best barbecue. They have big competitions all the time. It's I've spent a lot of time in Texas. It's uh, it's a wonderful state. I recommend you visit. Ah, I'll have to go down there. You know what? We should have we should have a rabbit and red summit in Texas. It, would it be hard for you to get to Texas, Cody? No, no. Uh, I mean, I, I could walk. It's only like two states away. Right, but Texas is a big state, though. So once you get to Texas, getting to, you know, where Aaron is could be a tough feat. Uh, yeah, Austin's a bit of a walk. Um, oh, is that where the hell he is? I don't know where the fuck he is. He's somewhere. Yeah, it is Austin. Austin, isn't I, it? Um, I mean, it's, if it's not that, it's close to that. Yeah, and he's and, in southeast on. Texas. Yeah, Aaron, don't try to call because I'm not on my laptop. I'm on my phone, so I can't take calls tonight. Thank you. Okay. Whew, that's better. Uh, you know, I, I Lonesome Lenny like said that was a hell of a show with Tales from the Crips. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I wish I would have pulled clips to revisit it because I think that 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 would have been fun. Um, no, 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 one idiot, faggot, me, 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 me. See, I'm the mature one here. What yeah. are you, fifty-five years old? Fifty-five. Fifty-five and still doing this, still podcasting. Like, you don't have a life? Oh, well, he, he got us on that one. I mean, yeah. I, I that being said, say, I it was a very life. interesting show, and I'm not in any way trying... Well, I am a little bit trying to bash... bash. Uh, I'm not even going to mention his name, because I think he's been discussed enough on this network. But, dude, if you wanted to come on and clear your name... Coming on acting like a 13-year-old 
for part of the show, not all of it. Some of it was a good mm-hmm. interview. Man, that's not the way to do it. Mm-mm. 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 Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 50. Yeah, I'm not Lots 50 Lots of said I'm everyone 50. was called other lawyers. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he was. That's right. The lawyers and the lawyers and the lawyers and the lawyers. Yeah, and I think Joey Oh, Rosso, everyone was 50 years old that night, according to the guest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I guess what I guess when you're 30, 50 sounds old. Yeah. But I mean, if he true if he actually knew the distance between 30 and 50 is about five minutes, he yeah. probably would retract those comments. Well, he'll get there soon enough. That's the thing. He yep, definitely just will. like the rest of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Joey T. Joey T. Uh <laughs> that guy was unbearable to listen to. I, I not according to him. He was the most entertaining thing on this network. I, I don't want to misquote him. I think that's what he said. Yeah, that's that's what I do. You know what? But and you know what? Today, this is him. Um, this is him after the show when he realized what a douchebag he sounded like. My mom and dad are so oh, that damn! I'm not going to say <laughs> that damn clip. Damn it! I said that damn. Ah! Uh, no father mahoney i am not 50 i am 41 years young uh paul rosso he is actually 50 (laughs) he was right at least once okay yeah yeah i'm and i'm shit i'm pushing 43 um which is funny because i was the i was the oldest one on the air that that uh that night although even yeah i really wasn't on the air though i was just producing it but still you know there was that there definitely was that um it's okay i still remember when i thought 30 was old and yeah i didn't think 30 was old. i thought 30 was old until i hit 40 and yeah i mean i retract that comment I, well, I was, you know, when I was younger, I was always on, in the mindset that I was going to be dead by the time I was 21 because of my, uh, like my I, diet I and all that shit. 36 was my magic number. Yeah. I was we'll going to die in a fiery canoe wreck. Oh, shit. We'll, we'll see, it like, with me. I'm still trying, but, I mean, it well, hasn't happened yet. I mean, see, I'm, like, when you go to the, the Mud National shit that you go to, that scares me. Because it makes me, like, think that, like, a bunch of guys are, like, on ATVs going out in the mud. And, like, you guys can, like, flip over and, like, crush sure. each other and, like, all that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been a few deaths over the years uh, at Mud Nationals. Uh, but really, for an event with uh, most of the time 20,000 plus people. Right. Uh the number of injuries and the very few deaths that have happened, considering you have 20,000 plus people riding around on ATVs and UTVs and right. 99% of them are getting shit faced. And you mm-hmm. still don't, that, that's the thing about mud riding, uh, trail riding and mud riding. Uh, they usually don't go fast. Most of the time you're just putting along, drinking your beer, minding your own business, enjoying the, great outdoors 
So um, that attributes to it. And uh, and most people who take the time to load up to go to an event like that are experienced uh, riders. Not to say that uh, not to say that the alcohol does not impair their senses and uh, can help to cause right. accidents. Uh, but um, but yeah, the 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 number of fights and accidents is uh, extremely low for such a big event. I mean, I, I'm sure it pales in comparison to uh, deals like uh, the Black Hills Rally, which um, I've never been, so I don't I don't want to step on any toes there. Anybody, I'd love to go to Sturgis, but uh, but yeah, it's all about the type of people that uh, are interested in uh, which i mean there's all types of people i've met people from all over the world at mud nationals uh mm. i have some good friends from sweden that used to come there every year they'd uh, fly oh, swedes? over yeah the swedes yeah no there's some shit. crazy motherfuckers <laughs> do they like chocolate and shit for real no most of them were blonde uh blonde with blue uh, eye they look kind of german surprisingly enough um, uh quick little story uh yes. about the swedes okay. they're uh Every night down at Mud Nationals, uh, at the park they used to have it in, there was this area called the Sand Pit, and that's where the big party took place. There was thousands of people down there, and it was mm-hmm. a big sand, like big sand, like people drive around. They had bonfires lit all around it and would party. But the Swedes, like the first year they'd come down there, we kind of befriended them. They were all wearing like plastic biking helmets and, right. and blue shirts with the Swedish flag on them. And we're like, uh, well, who are these guys? And we, you know, down there, naturally, you're just friendly and talk to people and, you know, ask where they're from. And and we befriended them. And uh, down at this party, there, it's kind of a, like a Mardi Gras environment. People are throwing beads uh, and whatnot. And um, one of the Swedes asked uh, my buddy Trav, uh, he said, what, 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 what are the beads for? And uh, he said, well, you... You give them to the, you throw them at the ladies, and they show you their tatas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, oh!" And, and being polite, mm-hmm. my friend uh, Trav took off a few strands of beads and give it to uh, give it to the Swedish gentleman, and a yeah. uh, little short guy too. Uh, and he walks over to from away from the bonfire to the main track around the uh, around the sand pond, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a constant line of people walking around it and a group of come walking by a big group with a couple of nice looking uh women that uh already had some beads around their neck and he just walks up to one of them and throws the beads at her oh. bounces them off her face and she just flips <laughs> him the bird and walks on and mm-hmm. he turns around and walks back to my buddy trav and looks him just as serious as he can be looks him in the face and says it no work <laughs> no work you know no work and no work well that's because you got to go up and you got to actually put the beat you, you put them around her like their neck well, right you that's swing them around the air you know you got to get their attention that's like it's like mardi gras oh. or used oh. to be that that really doesn't go on down there anymore um no. I, I was talking with a good friend of mine another good friend of mine here last week i, I feel like our generation might the gen xers were the we're like the last real party generation. Now that this younger generation, for the most part, they play on their tablets and 
they just cancel everything. Take their Adderall and yeah, right. and, wow, it's it's just like that last last great party generation is dying off. I mean, it might be a good thing, who knows? But uh, I mean, you know, well, you know what? The last great party generation, you know what? Um, well, you know because now, like the 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 Gen Zers or whoever the fuck they are, you know, they're the ones that 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 came for Saget and did this. They don't give a fuck about it. You got I love it. I love it so much. It's just, I love it so much. I do. I do. I do. See, this will teach Aaron never to take a vacation again. Never. Don't do it. Don't well, do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Not that damn video, Mike. Come on. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't take a vacation. No, Aaron, please don't. <laughs> please don't ever take a vacation again. No, I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. And then and then and then and then um he's sitting at home right now, maybe watching this, maybe not, and he's like this. Fuck you. <laughs> you got to download some new clips, Mike. Seriously. I, I know. I know. I just left the Randy one in there now because I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I got into it. It's, well, that, that one's, you know. uh, has multi-purpose, you know, it, it can be used still. Yeah. Just not it, every it, fucking 15 <laughs> seconds. No. And I, I really pissed uh cripple Cody off before. So I, I, I because I that's never happened before. It. I just kept hitting it, and he's like, he's like, come on, dude, seriously. Come on, seriously. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Paul. I won't get rid of the, 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 the Pesci clip ever. But um, Pesci flip, that, that reminds me of the flippers of a cripple named Cody. There we go. <laughs> hey, I'd be careful. Don't piss him off. I hear he's a hell of a scrapper. I mean, you know, he's... He, he can probably bite with the best of them if he really needed to. Smack the shit out of you with one of them yeah, flippers, yeah. I mean, he is like Belial in crippled form. Wait, wasn't Belial handicapped? Uh, lack of a better word. It was like a, he was a Siamese twin, so it was like... Yeah, but he was, he like, was like just like a blob thing with arms and teeth. Yeah. Well, we can well, we can say that that's that's what the other Cody is, in some way, shape, or form. Oh, come on! I had a picture to prove it, but I didn't load it into the studio. I should have left it in there. Yeah, I know. I wish I had that clip, um, Father Mahoney, but I do not have that in studio. But that's good. Lenny, Lenny is uh, got to get out of here. Said got a call to early night. Uh, doctor's appointment in the morning. Good, good luck with your doctor's appointment, sir. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, sir. Um, yes, yes, yeah. Um, the, uh, okay. the pose, the pose of Death Valley wish you nothing but the best. That is correct. And I, I would wish you, um, you know, I bid you adieu in the Poe accent, but I kind of lost it now. So I have to. <laughs> I have oh, to dang it, Mike. It, well, that that's that's almost like how the cripple, you know, says you sound, Cody. 
That's because he does a pretty good impression. I mean, I don't don't want to inflate his ego any, but uh, I mean, he definitely doesn't need an inflated ego, especially when he's screaming at my fifty kids. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. he's got it pretty on point. So, do you ever sometimes like like scream at at your kids, and sometimes like slip into the mindset of him when you're like doing it, kind of like subconsciously just be like wow and then wait a minute and you're like wow i think i sounded a little too uh brutal no because comment no <laughs> yeah that's it you know that's uh, um is that or uh father mahoney says is that a new indie movie the pose of death valley you know but it should as be long, as long as it's not a fan film we're good rob as long as it's not a fan film that's all I'm going to say. Well, I'll say, I'll elaborate. Um, yeah. So, all right. What the hell was that? All right. Let's get down to, to brass tacks here, as they say. Brass tacks. Brass tacks. All right. Yeah, I can't keep looking at these. Oh, starting the, um, I'll, Deputy Aaron Paul. Um, I At tried point, to share it, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Um, I would probably start a... I would probably do Kickstarter at this point, Paul, because I believe that they're more reputable than, than Indiegogo, but that's beside the point, neither here nor there. Um, okay, so anyway. And we you. do know that there are uh, some fan films being made with so-called inflated budgets. I know some people don't think they're inflated budget-wise, but I do. And as I said, I've been making shit films since the age of eight. I am now pushing 43. So that is over 30 years of shit that I've made. Mike, when's the last time you made a movie? Um... Mm, well, still over 30 years total, but the last time but. was, well, if Rhodes would ever finish the, 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 the Campbell Nightmare remake script latest draft, I could say we're going to get started on that, but it's still in progress. Um, but the last time, um, Horlick was probably the last thing that I did that was actually complete. And I believe... We shot the last Horlick episode in Rabbit and Red started in June of 2010. So Horlick probably went until August of 2010. So that was the last time because... What I would like to know, Mike, is why are the uh, episodes of Horlick not available on the website yet? Um... Why can't we watch them on rabbitandredradio.com? Uh, well, because I can't. I mean, I could probably, I could put, I could probably embed from Vimeo on there, which I should do. And I may do that at some yes. point. I'm still, I'm honestly still trying to track down all the episodes because I don't have them all. I don't know well, what most happens. ones you have. Uh, the world but, needs, uh, the world needs to meet Skippy. I mean, he is, uh, he's, he probably is one of my most beloved characters. And um, speaking on a reboot. Well, I, I like him better mention, than you. 
I mean, I, I love him better than myself, too. And I created the fucker. And I still love him better than me because he's a lovable idiot who, you know, worships Donald Pleasance and sings to him every year on his birthday. And, um, which I've done, on, you know, myself on occasion several times. Um, you know, but it would have, it would have come back in, um, 2020, but, uh, something called COVID happened. And, um, my cousin who owned a car lot, which is where we were going to shoot the, um, Horlick reboot, uh, lost the business. So therein, um, is another reason why the, it hasn't been picked up again as of yet, because I don't know, I don't have a location to shoot at this point. Me, 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 idiot, <laughs> faggot. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, I don't like, I don't like the, I, I mean nothing, uh, not anti-Semitic, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Using the F word. I don't, is, I don't know. I, mean, I, I would like to state that. I'm just, Making a do I do I need do I need I, to play? The I'm trying to make flavors? a grumpy. I'm trying do to make I, a grumpy on. on what what another guy said on another show. Tales from the Crypts contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised. There we go. That 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 covers us. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> For a second, I was like, what the hell are you doing? Homophobia. Yeah. Thank you, Paul Rosso. Yeah. I did not mean to sound homophobic there. I was just quoting another asshole other than yes. this asshole. Yes. <laughs> um, I love homos. I mean, yeah. I love everybody. I, I, well, I don't think I want to be one, but. Except Mike. You know, well, I try. I try to love Mike, but he won't let me I love mean, him. I, I don't let a lot of people love me just because I just it's 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 a it's a dark dark hole. I don't you know, know all about those dark go, holes. You know, all yeah. About I don't know if you want to go down that hole because if you go down that hole, you're not going to come back. That shitty same. rabbit hole. Nope, you'll never come back. Not the same. Never again. Never the fuck again. And spoilers: it's not <sighs> Wonderland at the other end. I gotta add that to my reel. I have to make a reel so people can see my acting range. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah. All right. So let let let's address. Okay, so back to the inflated budget fan films. <laughs> I love the segues this evening. They're brilliant. Um, okay. So here's my thing, because we, we talked about this off air, Cody, and you don't necessarily take my stance on it, although you probably don't entirely disagree with my stance. Uh, that, but, that would be fair, yeah. But my thing is, if you're making a fan film, okay, and you don't own the intellectual property that your film that you're making is based on, then you should not be allowed to crowdfund 
for that film. It just but, shouldn't happen. Well, I feel for the most part, for the most part, well, at least it used to all come from a good place with people. It, it was super fans that yeah. wanted to continue the story or tell their own story in in a franchise that they loved and was near and dear to their heart. Right. And and that was their way to do it, you know, and then they and then Never Hike Alone came along or like, holy shit, we can get a budget to do fan films? And everybody jumped on the wagon then. The problem is a lot of the stuff we were getting, I mean, there's been a lot of good stuff come out since then, a lot of good fan films. But there have been way more that crowd-funded ones that were just kind of lackluster. And, uh, well, I can't oh. blame people because, for one thing, it, I think, hold on one second, Cody, hold that. Go ahead, go ahead. I believe we have a guest. I will, uh, I will let, um, I will let Heather in here. Okay. That's very good. She is here. Our third Your host is here. There we go. Welcome. Am I, am I here? You are here. Are I'm we? here. Hi, guys. Oh, Sorry. Uh, thanks for your patience. In my crazy world, I was in a in a table read. I didn't expect to go over that far. So I was like, oh, that's oh, okay. you, you came in at the right time. Mike was just starting to bash all uh, crowdfunded fan films. Oh, perfect. That's okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, mean, I well, haven't been on in a minute. I didn't get to come on the last show. I think it's been a month. So has it? wait, I'm trying to think because I don't, I, I can't. I feel like the last show was because with I'm, Frank. I'm, you know, I think it was with Frank. Frank. Yeah. 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 Wait, uh, it was. Spookies. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, yeah, there was the one after that. And then there was, yeah. Because I get so confused between this and Mind Jacked. And I don't normally do this anymore, but I'm doing it tonight. And yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's you, missed, weird. Uh, you missed Aaron's cousin earlier. I he heard was it. on before Mike. Yeah. Mm. OJ. Yeah, are, are, are we not, we're not supposed to speak his name, are we? Uh no, because he's 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 in the Death Valley, Texas, and we don't want him. He's to went come back, back to Death Valley, again. yeah, yeah, feuding mm. with yeah, those GW pros. That, yeah, that that's not going to work out well for my reel at all. Nope. <laughs> It'll be okay. Oh well, no, actually, wait. Well, but I missed you guys. Oh, back. I mean, yeah, it's been you know. Uh, but, Welcome back. Uh, yeah, you, you just got started out. You just got started out on the uh, no. show. And so <laughs> here you go. This is your episode. <laughs> Tell everybody who Heather is. This, this is the Heather episode. Uh, I do feel like, oh, that's nice of you. That's sweet. I do feel like maybe there was no. one more after Frank, but my brain is like, I do so much stuff and I don't even know how it's almost May because it was just February a second ago. So, um, but yeah, I have a lot of cool stuff, like a lot of cool stuff coming up. And um, I was just doing the table read for The Art of Killing, which we are filming in July. So, um, so excited for that. I'm going to um, pull double duty and duty and do, um, uh, I'm so silly, um, crewing. I'm going to crew for them as well. So, oh. yeah, I'm going to do set design and um you know, props help with if the SFX. They've got an artist, but of course, I love to play in blood. It's always a chance to do that. And then I get to bring to life Polly Shanker, 
um, who is uh, one of the uh, assistants to the hosts on the channel that uh, Leland works on, which is this, his sh uh, show is called Painting with Friends. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's called The Art of Killing. You can find it on Facebook and we are filming it. Uh, lots of cool um, people in it. Lots of people, um, lots of talented actors. Like it was an amazing read. So really excited for that. And awesome. yeah, guess what else? What do you, you remember? What else? Film? What else? Do you remember the film Be Kind Rewind? Yeah. Well, of course. Okay. Well. Oh, my son's home. He's never here. He's 21. He's always gone. Hey, I'm on a podcast. You okay? Time out. I'll be right back. Okay. Continue with the fan film stuff. Okay, Mike. You hate fan films. Yeah. I hate you hate filmmakers. Films. You hate artistic I, people. You hate well, autistic people. I, I can't. I can't. Well, I no. <laughs> I can't say that. No, no. Because I, I I consider myself an artistic person. Um, although most of my projects are um, shit, uh, no budget fair. No, I um, think autistic was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, God. Ronnie, you're going to kill me. And I'm not no, no, no. No, no, no. Idiot. 55 year old faggot. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I can't stand it. Oh, for a second, I thought Heather was. I'm actually, sorry. I'm not, that's the last time I'm going to say the F word, folks. I, I, I I'm, not, I'm not cripple Cody. I'm, this is normal Cody. I, I'm just saying that to state how inappropriate yeah. it sounds. Uh, yes. from another film another person's well i can't well, even call you have to make films to be a filmmaker but uh Ex exactly he's never made I, i'll be honest with you i'm more of a filmmaker than he is then and that being said he who i shall not speak of uh their name good luck to them title card title card title card title card <laughs> I, I I wish them the best. I hope I hope they do get their stuff made. Uh, I at don't. least at least one of them uh, I thought looked pretty interesting. So, mm. but hey, you got to be able to work with people. You got to be able to work with people, even even difficult people. Sometimes, and when you were working with difficult people, and you just tried to match their being difficult, yes. that doesn't help. I mean. No, and that, that's that's what he does. He's he's very um and Mike's a know. sadist and he hates fan films. Well, fan films that you try to raise money for. Especially when a certain fan filmmaker says that we're ripping off of Halloween using Rabbit and Red. Um okay, number one, Rabbit and Red is not a fan film. Rabbit and Red radio is a podcast and rabbit and red radio network is a podcast network so i'm not ripping off of anything we're not ripping off of anything there okay and hey and we are 100 percent on rotten tomatoes we're 100 percent fresh we're all original here i mean i would hope that that, that being said it, without well, a doubt isn't that kind of like an oxymoron or something i don't know i'm a dumb hillbilly you'll have to help me out on this yeah but uh when you're making a fan film and then mm -hmm. you accuse somebody else of ripping off 
the same franchise that you're technically ripping off by making right. a fan film about it yeah. that mm-hmm. you don't have copyright mm-hmm. to. And uh, and and the thing is, they're they're trying to. That being said, I to... love fan films, or most of them. I do. I love fan films. Not Mike. Mike's Mike's a fucking sadist. I am. I I don't I don't like them. Oh wait. He hangs out with those oh death valley pose. Dude, if I point this way, it looks like I'm pointing at you. Wow. But then if that. I point this way, it looks like I'm pointing at me. It's in reverse. You been eating gummies again? No, I didn't do any today. <laughs> I don't understand it. Why is it like look this? I'm pointing at me, but it's pointing at you. So wait, so if I point downward, I'm still pointing downward. I'm not pointing upward. Then if I point upward, I'm still pointing upward. How does this work? I don't understand this. Morgan Wilburn says his Rabbit and Red fan film will have Jesus, Pinhead, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and Jason for only 100K. That sounds like a deal. I mean, uh, count me in. I will invest I mean, in your Indiegogo. I would, I would, uh, well, see this. There we go. That's the Cripple Christ right there. There he is, Cripple Christ. There we go. I am. Yeah, I him. bet he didn't come back on Sunday. Nope. No, no, but I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, there was, there was one that came on Sunday. And that's this guy right here. Look, he looks he looks like he's about ready to receive the sweet nectar of a man. <laughs> Why does it have to be a man? Why does well, it have to be a man? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just but he looks I, I mean that's so I mean, sexist. That is so <laughs> sexist, Mike. This is what I heard when I sat down, so I was just <laughs> But but look at his face. Like and look at the way his head's tilted back. He's like, he's in the throes of. of he's getting something. ready to take. I know. Hey, I, well, I know you know what? You, you know what they say about those GW pose. I mean, that's that's a GW pose if I ever saw one right there myself. <laughs> God dang it! There we go. It's <laughs> good. It's good. So you know, that's that's what I wanted to ask you, Heather, while you're here, um, or you know, and. Because I was thinking about this, so you know, you're you're in a multitude of films. So when you, um, Paul Rosso, Gold. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Yes, I did. Who? Uh, Golden <laughs> Shower Poe. Yeah, yeah. That's. Kind I of mean, what I, see, it could, could I, I would to- I would totally give him a Golden Shower. That if he was that totally he gender could be gender neutral. Me like that. He, he he looks like he's ready for it. Oh, I and I am ready to give. <laughs> we I miss you, Aaron. Oh. See, this I is why you. I can't do. This I is why I can't. I can't do this show anymore. I really. I, I just <laughs> mind Jack and Crips have tainted me. Oh. You understand that they've tainted me. I'm not. Me. I thought you were born without a taint. It's in there and somewhere. I just don't know where the fuck it is. But. <laughs> You know, it, just everything's connected down there. Like my legs are all fused. My fucking that area is fused too. It's like I'm a fucking robot. Um, 
but but no. Um, so when you Jesus, somebody roles, take his batteries out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when when you choose a role, Heather, what what like do you just like search roles out, or do people approach you, or how does this like how does it work? Like how do you both? Really both. Um, I, I have people that come to me and um, say that they've wrote a role for me, mm. which is amazing. Um, but mostly it's a lot of searching. It's like a lot of work. I need a manager or an agent or something. It, it really is. It is a lot of work. And um, I don't look, I don't go looking for like a role. I just look for projects and then, um, you know, see if anything in there like reaches out to me and like I do such a variety, you know, so it's really fulfilling, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't, are you, are you wondering about like fan film wise or just in general? Well, no, I mean, I'm no, I just mean in general, because I know that, that you see, you know, you, you're in a lot. I, I mean, I've yeah. seen your credits. You're in, Thank you're you. in a lot. I mean, yeah. Like a lot too, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just seem to keep picking up more work and, um, but it's all a lot of networking, um, a lot of auditions and a lot of searching. Um, I, I find a lot, um, through Facebook, amazingly enough. It's the only reason I still have Facebook honestly is, is for my acting career. Um, but yeah, and it's cool to have someone reach out to you. Um, and said they wrote a role for you. Um, a lot of the times when I audition for a role, I don't get that role, but they say, this is the role we want you to be in. Or we don't, I, I've even had a couple of directors like be fully cast and write me a role in. So I'm, I'm very blessed um, in my acting career so far, for sure. Yep, really gotta cool. pad those numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's, you know, it's every opportunity is so different, you know, and I was just in that trauma movie and, and on my birthday. And it was like the coolest experience. It was the coolest experience. But, um, you know, and the week before that, I was in Indiana playing a prosecutor for a, a book made to movie called Out the Gate. So um, it's very diverse and I just, every experience is um, an opportunity for me to learn and grow as an actress. Um, even if I'm just an extra, I'm still acting. I, I take every role seriously. So, um, you know, I, cause I, I got to go up to be an extra on Fox's Big Leap. Um, I don't know if I told you guys that, which is cool because I had a friend screenshot me next to Piper Parabo. Parabo, I say that wrong. Yeah. He's like, is this you? I'm like, it's me. I'm on Fox. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very gracious um, for all my roles and there isn't a role too small. Um, and, you know, sometimes roles, you, this isn't a role for you. It's all about your look and, you know, um, your talent. So it's, it's, and it's you been haven't a, been in one of Mike's films yet. So that means you haven't hit rock bottom yet. So, I, you know, well, yeah, <laughs> I mind. can't, I, I can't, I can't torture her with that. They're, they're, <laughs> They're bottom. They are bottom of the barrel. I mean, holy ah, shit. it's okay. Everything's great. Everything is great. No, Everything is. You know, Camp you, you Nightmare Six. You, you obviously haven't seen one of my films yet. So <laughs> um, start with Camp Out Nightmare Six because it only goes down from there. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the. That was the top. That was well. No. 
Wait, did you start with yeah. six? No, no. I started okay. with I started with one when I was eight, and then we on a Fisher Price camera. Yeah, that's your heart. Oh my! It was uh, yeah. And how yes, it was little 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 creepy boy trying to make movies with the neighborhood friends. That that was that was my childhood, and then it carried over that. to my teenage years and uh, somewhat of the adult life. And but, then uh, he gave up on it. I didn't you give should. up on it. It just things happen. It's a, you can go back. It's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I, I no, that's what we keep telling him. He he's been yeah. for the last. I've been listening to this pretty much since I've known Mike for the last ten years. Uh, he's been working on the script for the Camp Out Nightmare remake. Well, Mel Rhodes uh, is doing it. I'm not. Rhodes, yeah, you started this. it, but you know, you have. Several people who've been pushing me on this because because it is a good idea. Cap Out Nightmare Six was was a fun movie. I mean, it's maybe so bad it's good, but uh, in a good this way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still on board for a Camp Out Nightmare remake. Uh, the character of Thorn, the killer, and those uh, it, it's yeah, you and should. I did it, not, it's the right and time I did not for steal it. Steal Thorn from Halloween Six. That was. My original creation, Daniel Ferran stole that from me. Oh, that's what I like to say. Yeah, I know. I love him though. Not cool. I love him. <laughs> well, because he made the, you know, my favorite film of all time. So that's how that goes. Um, oh, back I? on my great fan films. <laughs> back on I, I don't. Okay, I don't hate fan films because I've made. A few myself, but the problem is, mine were only made for the price of pizza. <laughs> because, well, no, seriously. Because my thing is, if you're gonna make oh, don't worry, Mike. Show, it shows. I mean, I mean, obviously <laughs> it does. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. On the network YouTube, I have Friday the Thirteenth: Return to Crystal Lake that we made in 2007, and we sh- it's 27 minutes long. We shot that on a November day. I shot in three different locations. Uh, took us maybe about 10 hours to shoot. And um, well, Alex brought his own beer, so I didn't pay for that. But yeah, it was pretty much just for, for pizza. And I, and yeah, I didn't pay for gas. Everybody paid for their own gas and shit going back and forth. But, you know, still. Sometimes that's the way it has to be sometimes, you know? Yeah. You know. But not a lot but, of money. Whatever gets then, it made. Right. Right. And then and that that's that's the thing. Like I feel like if you go and you crowdfund for a fan film and you're getting all this money, it's like it transcends a fan film at that point. Because it's not a true fan film. At that point, you're putting money and you're putting a lot of resources into it. So it's kind of like elevating it. And exactly. At at that point, you know, then it's like if a studio were to find out that you were doing that, they may not be too happy <laughs> because that's their property. And if they find out that you're like crowdfunding thousands of dollars, even though you know whatever, they'll be like, well, you know, that's our property. We want that money. I mean. Well, um, I understand why people do that. You know, whenever I'm looking through, fan, not just fan films, but 
I'm a lot more apt when I'm scrolling through YouTube to watch a fan film or, or watch a uh, a film that's uh, a familiar IP, something I know. You know, I'll watch a Friday the 13th fan film before I'll just watch a random 10 minute, 10 minute short film or a short film that I don't know anything about. You know, because chances are oh, it has oh, oh, wait, a... Wait, 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 wait. I have to. I have to. Morgan does say, he says, so Michael thinks people shouldn't make fan films with effort put into it. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying people should put effort into fan films, yes. But use creativity and don't use an inflated budget. Do what you can. I mean, a fan film is made by fans for fans. But it shouldn't be made for buku bucks. You should just—I mean, um, what's the word? Just work within your means. Which it's—it's it's a double-edged sword, I think, because I've really enjoyed like the Never Hike Alone movies and a lot of the fan films. Well, he's the one that started this because yeah, yeah, you know, the, that is what started. They're Vincent Desanti or whatever the fuck his name is, and it's who like, is a very talented filmmaker. But even, I mean, when had, yeah. even when we well, had, even when we had Jason goes to hell, Adam Marcus we'll on here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even when we had Adam Marcus on here, yes, he he Mr. said Marcus. the same thing, which he's friends with Vincent Dasani, and he said, you know, he's told him repeatedly, he's like, dude, you're super talented. Stop making fan films. Make original stuff. Make, you know, you you have a career in this. You're a good yes, filmmaker. Morgan, use creativity instead of sorry, Cody. Cody, but yes, Morgan, use no, creativity instead of money. Exactly. Yes. yes. And if but, if it requires too much money, and you don't have you know you don't have the creative whatever to make it, then don't focus on making a fan film. Make an original idea. It's not that hard. It's right. simple. Well, fair Just enough. But uh, yeah. It, what it is, I think people see making a fan film as an easy mm -hmm. route to getting uh, success, to getting noticed. Because if I they mean, make a fan film with a, a familiar IP, then, you know, like, like I was just saying, you know, I'm a lot more likely to stop on a Friday the 13th fan film as I am to watch a, another short film or whatever that's uh, when I'm scrolling through YouTube. And, uh, but like you said, it, it almost feels a little dishonest doing it that way. It's it's almost like a cheat mm -hmm. uh, in a way that people are using these fan films to try to get noticed. Which, yeah, some of I I admittedly really enjoy a lot of them, but it's not showcasing their originality so much. I mean, yeah, it it, it is showcasing their filmmaking skill to an extent, but it's not showcasing their storytelling ability as much. But if he had success, success, then everyone thinks that they're going to get that same success, but it doesn't matter if it's a yeah. fan film or original, you're either a good filmmaker or you're not. So, yeah, uh, you know, and yeah, the uh, proof is in the pudding. Right. For sure. You know what I want? I want everybody who's watching now, or even if you watch this in the future, go to the rabbit and red radio network thing watch friday the 13th return to crystal lake it's on the youtube thing it's 27 minutes watch that i don't care if you watch it and you message me or you comment on it 
and you say that it's shit. To me, and believe me, I would love for people to tell. People have told me my stuff is shit for years. So I can, I can take it. So please, you know. But to me, that is a fan film. Yeah. That is a true fan that, film. That it, it, uh, well, just like, uh, our good friend Alex Edwards, uh, did, uh, Ghost of Michael Myers back in the day. And that's a fan and, film. And it's a fun and, fan and, film done on zero budget. Believe me, and, and believe me, as much as I, as much as I can't stand Alex Edwards anymore, and I don't really want to give him oh, credit. Mike. I, I, I will, I will. I don't want to give him credit, and I don't like him as a person, but I will give him credit. That at least is is something that I can get behind, and I can even get behind his Nine Lives right. of Jason. Friday the Thirteenth Nine Lives. Anybody who hadn't yes. checked that out on YouTube, check it out. It's his uh, his Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine done on a shoestring budget, and yeah. uh, it, it's a fan film. Right, and but that's it's, what I'm talking about. It's an about. entertaining fan film. Right, and that—that's what I'm talking about, and that—that's why. Don't like, go in with high expectations. Expect a <laughs> fan film. And so I understand right. what Mike's saying here, and I agree yeah. with him on on that. I, I do like these high budget, some of them high, uh, bigger budget fan films, though. But like the guy who did it, Never Hike Alone, who's now trying—I've heard him in interviews saying that his movies are canon with the franchise. I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> I mean, really? that, that's, you know, that's, that's the, um, that's, uh, shit. I had a brain fart. I totally lost what I was going to say. Okay. Continue. Cause I lost my thoughts. It'll come <laughs> back to me at some point. It'll, it happens. Um, no, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> I'm not saying that for it again. Not doing it. Sorry. There we go. I mean, I mean, only fuck from it, now so. on. Yes, yeah, so that'll that'll work. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Shit. I don't have that thing. Wait. Where is it? Damn it. I went up too far. Hold on. Fuck you. There. I'm gonna. I will never remove that from the studio. I swear to God, I'm never gonna do it. It's gonna be here forever. I will never take We may remove out. you from the studio, but that will be here forever. Um, please remove me. <laughs> I want to be gone. No. Um, no, but that, that, that's just my whole thing. Like, there was, you know, a fan film that I believe raised 42K. Wow. And that's, that's fine. They want to make a fan film with that. And then they make their film. And they release their teaser. I watched their teaser. I didn't particularly particularly enjoy their teaser. I don't think that their teaser was reflective of, of that type of a budget for a fan film. And then they have the nerve to crowdfund another ten thousand for post production costs. Okay. Again, it's a fucking <laughs> fan film. You don't need post production costs for a fucking fan film. You get well, it yeah, it's not it. like your post-production. It's not like you're having to pay for distribution and shit like right. that. It's right. a fan film. You can't distribute it because you're going to get fucking right. sued. Right. <laughs> and it's almost like, and and it's almost like I want to report this person to the studio that owns the IP just because <laughs> I don't like what they're doing. Is that fucked up or what? But I really, I just, I don't like what they're doing. 
Like, and I look, I'm not saying you're a bad person. You could be the best person in the world, but I don't like what you're doing. I think you should show us something original instead of spending all this time and money on a fucking fan film. And I know who this person is. I just don't want to name names because I've been naming a lot of names the last few days on, on or the last few weeks on these shows. And it's, it's you know, people get all butthurt, you know, when I call them out. But I'm sorry. You're, 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 do better. Do better. There you go. Um, And that being said, like I said, I'm not bashing fan films at all because I enjoy a lot of them. Uh, And I don't mind the ones with a budget, but like I said, if you're wanting a career in film, fan films are probably not going to help you out that much. Morgan. Morgan. It's the Sawyer Massacre that Steve Merlot made. His teaser sucks. He made 42K in his original crowdfunding campaign. And now he wants 10K more for post-production on a fan film. Not necessary, Steve. You might be a great guy, but that's not necessary. I'm sorry. But hey, it was filmed in you Texas. You guys should recuse yourself. So that means that it'll be good. Opinion. It was filmed in Texas. But again, it was filmed in Texas, but he's from out of the country, I believe. So if that's the case, don't make a movie in Texas if you live out of the United States. That's stupid. Okay. Work within your means. There we go. The more you know. And and I didn't think your teaser was all that great. I'm sorry, but I just didn't think it was all that great. But again, I haven't watched it yet. I... I will probably watch it and love it. It's filmed in Texas, and I don't think any Texas Chainsaw Massacre should be filmed in Texas because that just seems—I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you film a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film in Texas? Bulgaria seems like a much better spot. Well, then, okay, all right. Well, here's my thing. Okay. If you want to film a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film in Texas, okay, then here's what you do. You be a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that lives in Texas, okay? And then you make your fan film in Texas because you live there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Actually, it might be better than the Netflix Chainsaw, Paul, but... Was your Halloween film you made, was was it shot in Illinois? It was not. Was the original Halloween shot in Illinois? um, It was not. Yeah, okay. I rest. Mine was was shot in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and I shot it in the summer when it was supposed to be October. That almost seems like uh, it could be worthy of another episode of Movie Court. uh, Yeah, probably. And that will be up on the YouTube channel soon, too, because I did finally just dig that out about a week ago. So uh, we can all laugh at that mess, the worst film I ever made in my entire life. But I'll put it up there just because, you know. Oh, don't worry, Mike. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm sure you'll make more films that are equally as bad. Probably. (laughs) That's my goal. I want to make shit, you know. 
<laughs> Mike wants to be the Ed Wood of horror podcasting. <laughs> well, well, we can call. We can call. I'll be the crippled Ed Wood. Don't forget the crippled that. Ed Wood. Yeah, you got to throw that in there. Somebody called me that once. <laughs> I don't remember, but I think they did. Somebody did somewhere. That's terrible. Oh boy, eleven eleven, that's gone. Is it? Wait, where? Whoa! Oh, Our oh, life. on the timer on the thing. I didn't even realize. It. Oh yeah, it's I'm not it. even looking. It. <laughs> it reaches like I got you. Well, does anybody I'm have not... anything else to say about fan films or crowdfunding? Uh, no, I think uh, I, I think I shit on enough of them tonight. So yeah, you guys, feel free. <laughs> If you guys have I, anything, I haven't, please. I'm not cheating on fan <laughs> films or crowdfunding. Um, no, I'm all for crowdfunding if it's an original production. If it's an original indie film, crowdfund all you want. Make fucking 55K, make 100K, make a million fucking dollars if you want. But it's an original production, so I will stand behind it and I will support it 100%. Morgan Welburn says... Michael, people will beg you to be in your movie. Just announce it on Facebook. I'm kind of, I kind of agree with I mean, that. I think you'd well, be surprised. See, well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a lot different because you got to remember when I was originally starting this, this Camp Out Nightmare reboot thing and back in 2010 when Rabbit and Red was first starting, um, you know, there really wasn't a lot of people that was interested in all that shit back then. Like, uh, it was very difficult. I mean, I found people because I put casting ads on Craigslist and people, uh, you know, some people were good. Some people were not so good, but I, um, I casted them and, um, I shot a few days. I have like a few days worth of footage that we shot, like on, uh, two different attempts. Um, some of the footage is, oof. <laughs> oof. Mm. Oh, because well, no, because this one guy that I auditioned, I thought that he was like kind of decent, and then when we, uh, you know, because I, I think um, I had them send me in like footage of them reading like a scene, and I think that's how I, you know, picked people. But then when when we got to actually shoot the thing and we were on our our, our set there and we're doing it. Um, he was really bad. And I was like, I can't believe that I even said okay to this guy because I don't know, um, was I just out of my body that day or something? Because he just was just not. Maybe, maybe he was really nope. good for Simon and he changed. Uh, I mean, that was, you know, I have the footage on my computer. I'm going to have to try to pull that and post that somewhere. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll bring it on the next show and I'll play it and you guys can tell me um, if you think that I was like smoking something the day that I decided to cast him because he really just was. I don't I don't I don't think he's made a movie since that was his first movie or that was going to be his first movie and I don't think he's made one since because uh, no <laughs> no. Mm-mm. That being said, little Michael J, whenever late year old Michael J, when he was filming Camp Out Nightmare One, yeah, uh, with his, my little Fisher his, Price camera, 
that's yeah. not on audio cassettes. And, and his parents told him, oh, God, you'll, you'll never make another movie. This is horrible. Um, and he said, you just wait. I've got five <laughs> more of these in the can. <laughs> and well, my no, God, little was... Michael J. did it. No, no, no. Um, well, no, I, 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 I um, they, it, it, it's weird because they, they, they were supportive um, for the most part. Although, you know, there was a point where, um, I forget how old I was. I think it was probably after I made the third or the fourth one. And I was saying about how I wanted to like act and stuff. And my mother's like, well, you know, they really don't have many parts for people, you know, with disabilities. And I said, okay. So then at that point, I'm like, well, no. So I'm like, well, yes. So, well, yeah. Well, did you say avatar? Avatar. (laughs) Cripples are an avatar. Yeah. The lead character is a cripple. No, he's no. Shit. He's in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah, I. Yeah, but he's not a real cripple, is he? Not in real life, but he plays a cripple. Oh, oh, well, then he's a fake cripple. Then we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't count them. They suck. He's making fun of cripples. Okay, okay. Denzel Washington and the Bone Collector. There you go. Okay. Well, all right. I, I, I admit that he can pull off cripple pretty well. I'll give him that. He's, 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 he's good. I'll give him that. <laughs> you you believed him as an OG Crip? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I could see that. I mean, you know, he did pretty good for you know what he uh what he had to do. I mean, see, but but in my in my films myself, I'm not really I don't play cripples. I am crippled, but I don't play crippled for some reason. I don't know why that is. Paul Russell says Denzel is a goat. I believe Denzel could play a goat, and I would believe that Denzel was a goat. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's still acting. You have the um. Wait, he's shooting Equalizer three now. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's got to be pushing seventy. you know what? Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to look that up (laughs) because I'm curious now. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it might already, hey, it might already be shot. It might already be shot. Uh, yeah, I know it comes out some point in 2023. Where the hell? Denzel. There we go. Denzel Washington. He's, well, he's 67. Well, there I told you, you he's got to be pushing 70, yeah. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. how old is Bruce? Bruce oh. is 67 as well. Oh, yeah, well... Oh, well, my God. Bruce That's what I was telling you guys about. I just thought about that. Bruce, that... Yeah, that's right. They still yeah, call so, him well, Bruce. Well, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think um, Denzel will do an Equalizer 4 after 3, though. I mean, I don't know. He still seems like he's in decent shape and is, whatever for, sure. for being 67. I'll tell you. Very, very good, Paul Rosso. I, yeah, Harrison Ford is uh, like is, uh, filming. Eight. Or they might have finished filming Indiana Jones five, and and uh, he's 120 <laughs> according to Paul Rosso, and he's close to that. <laughs> yeah, they, he's close to that. He's 120. I gave him 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll yeah. be 80 no, this I, year. Yeah. Heather, no yeah, way. I think you're right. I think. He yeah. Is, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's he 79. Yeah. Holy yeah, moly. I think he is. I was just kidding. And, uh, 
Yeah, he'll be 80 this year, yeah. And he's coming to – he's going to be on a series, I think. I don't know. I don't know where the hell the series is going to be, but he's going to be on a series. Harrison Ford is like Stallone. They're probably going to outlive us all. Yeah. That's goals. Yeah. I want to be acting and active like that when I'm that age. I'd just like to be alive and coherent. <laughs> I mean, I'm, at 41, I'm barely alive and coherent right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't see my, um, yeah. Paul Russell, money is the fountain of youth. I mean, well. For the longest time, I thought it was beer, Paul, and I was wrong. Might be mm. money. Or cocaine. Well, either or, I guess. Speaking of which, let's cut to the news. Yeah. Da, da. We should get a news intro. Poe, if you're watching this, make a fucking news intro. We have a there news intro. I don't have it. You don't have it? I do not have it. Did you lose it? Um, hold on. You misplaced it. Let me see. I got, I got Slimer. I got Crips. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay, I'll quote Mike's parents here. Uh, Mike, it's not, it's not that I don't believe in you. It's just I think you'll fail. Yes, (laughs) I agree. I believe. Story of my life. Well, thank you, Heather. That's that's. That's sweet because there's not many people that do. And again, like I said, after you watch my films, your belief in me will falter, I'm sure. No, no. I still believe. Oh, yes. Oh, (laughs) you won't. You will not. (laughs) You will be like, why am I even on this fucking network? This guy has no creative eye whatsoever he is a complete and utter total piece of shit like i said start off um, with camp out nightmare wow. six and then put on then put on your headgear your elbow pads your knee pads <laughs> and get ready for a really bad downhill slope okay well, well just you know and feel good when you when you watch the sixth one um that version is cut down to like an hour and a half the original the first cut was like two hours and nine minutes oh boy yeah, um, which I, I still enjoy that one, but uh, somebody was like, "But well, you know, if you cut out about a half hour of it, you could make it much better." And I'm like, "Okay, well then, do it." <laughs> and he did it. So that's that's the one thing I will give Alex Edwards credit for. He made that a watchable film. Good mm-hmm. for you. Good on you. good on you watch okay, Friday so 13th the Nine Lives um, well watch Return to Crystal Lake first because I want people to watch that and call me shit and then they can watch his film and see how his film is probably better than my film <laughs> they're both fan films made on a shoestring well, mine was almost made for the zero budget yeah and they're uh, was made on, but... they're both 
fun? <laughs> well, mine is shorter. Actually, I should say ours because he was involved in that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Nine Lives one, uh, he got back shit. I'm drawing a blank. Um, from Friday to the girl who gets killed in the closet uh, when Jason's hiding in the bed. Uh, shit, what's her name? The brunette. What, Vicky? Um, Lauren Marie Taylor? Vicky. Yeah, yeah, he has Lauren Marie Taylor's in, in his movie. No, how the hell did he pull? Uh... <laughs> she shot a scene on her phone and uh, read his script that... from her home. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, I assume her home, and uh, and she's in the movie, I so that's much, cool. I wonder how much he paid her to do that, because I'm going to tell you, she's not doing that for free. Uh, actually, no. I think so. He'd uh, met her at a, at a uh, convention, I think, and uh, became uh, friends with her, and uh, she oh boy did the movie, and uh, it was pretty cool. She brought back Vicky. That's really cool of her to do that. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But yeah, that that fan film's already hit over a million views on YouTube. Uh, that shows yeah, don't make what... me watch it, Cody. You can do it, Mike. We're we're gonna get we're gonna get the dynamic duo back together one of these days. I've been you I've been working think. on this for a decade. Getting yes, Michael J and Alex Edwards Edwards back it, on the it, same podcast together. And it, it will happened. happen. It did happen. It it, it will happened. happen again. It will happen it again. Happened, but it won't happen again because he fucked me over on the skeleton crew yet again. So I can't do it. I can't do it. It'll happen. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. What news do you Bygones have? will be bygones. Oh, uh, we can't do that because the other one on Crips used there, that we're, bygones. We're going to have thing, so. we're gonna have a podcast with just Michael J., Alex Edwards, and Anthony Camino. I said his name. Oh, jeez. You said it. Oh, what Lord. What are you doing? That shit show. Let's, let's, oh, Lord. You, no. Oh, Best of luck to the guy. Oh, I have to, can't say his. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't want to say that either because he's, he's just not a good person. But, um, um <laughs> Morgan. Hold on. Morgan did. Why can't I make celebrities? I want to make celebrity friends. Damn it. I, I, if I can. Hey. Mike could probably get Kevin Smith. Those two are good buddies. Uh, They're like this. Oh, God, no. No. Don't make me vomit, please. Oh. 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 And and for more clarity on that, please watch the Mind Jack Kevin Smith is an asshole episode, and you'll understand why I feel that way about him. Um, Piece of shit, rat, rat, some scum-sucking bastard who can't make a good film anymore to save your life, fucking... You son of a bitch. You lost your... You talk about somebody who lost their creative edge. Oof. 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 He makes original stuff, yes, but it's all... Oh, God. You're still going to watch Clerks 3. You know it. Nope. 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 Okay, I'm going to watch gonna Clerks you, 3 Cody, and tell you how good it is, and then you're going to watch Clerks 3. Listen. Yeah. Listen. I tried to watch Clerks and Clerks 2 recently, and I love Clerks and Clerks 2. And I could not do it because I just kept thinking of the unpleasantness that transpired because of him. Because he wouldn't come on Rabbit and Red. Well, no. After well, he told it, you he'd it, come it, on Rabbit and Red. 
Right. And Scumbag. then, and it may not even be him. It may be his PR people. It, well, yeah. And you know who that is? Jamie's. I know. It's uh, oh, Jason Muse. Why? He is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he is hey, it's horrible. okay. We've got bigger names than Kevin Smith on Rabbit and Red before, back in the day. What? <laughs> not recently. Hey. I mean, well, but that's because everybody and their brother is a fucking podcast, so the bigger names don't want to do it. Yeah, but when Rabbit Red say, first came out, there weren't a lot of entertainment podcasts around. And, uh, yeah, we, you guys, now I say we, not me. Uh, I, I started listening back around there early uh, 2011, I mean, 2012. But, uh, yeah, that Mike got a hold of I mean, he had a, a plethora of... Uh, a, a and B list uh, Hollywood stars. Yeah, and thanks to thanks to Vince for not uh, because I didn't think of downloading them and saving the shit back in the day um, when Horror Bid went um, out of uh, commission. We lost so much. There's so many con. There's so much content that I would that I would have for the app and all that stuff now, like the streaming station and all the play. If somebody would have just downloaded. All of that shit, but nobody thought to do that, so it's gone, and that pisses me off. Get the news, Cody, because I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> okay, well, you're gonna have to do uh, the news intro. Um, I can't get to the fucking, I can't get to the fucking hat, so yeah, okay. I, I was going to try to put the cowboy hat on and try to slip back into Poe J, but that wasn't happening, so go ahead. Poe J is dead. Long live Poe J. <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me, let me, hold on. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try to find a, a news intro. Hold on. Here we go. Wait, I'll get one. I'll get one for us. Hold on. All right. Oh, wait, I passed it. There we go. Your favorite, Cody, if I can find it here again. All these intros. Um... Oh, wait, not that one. Here we go. You miserable crippled bastard. Mm, that's right. <laughs> there you go. That's red. Ed Neal, the original hitchhiker from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, mm -hmm. is reprising his role for the new uh, video game. So, whoopee. Whoopee. John Larquette. I wonder if John Larquette is uh, Larquette, whatever the hell or however you say. Night Court. Larquette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what well, you said. Uh, I wonder if he is uh, going to do a monologue for the game. Nobody said anything about it yet. He, he came back for the new movie, so maybe. Who knows? He did. You heard it here first. Yes. Sam Raimi wrote news down. Holy shit! I am impressed. I never write news down. I'm, I'm... Uh -huh. Cody. The level of professionalism. Holy shit! I got a, I got a bolo. I can't get this bolo off right now, but I bolo's off to you, sir. My news. I still can't see, but okay. I still can't see. Hold on. I can't. Well, there's I nothing can't. on it. <laughs> oh! 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 Oh. oh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, wait, it's a white paper. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange 2 uh, in the Multiverse of Madness apparently is getting rave reviews uh, and is being held as his newest horror film. The, The first, well, aside from... What was it? Jared Leto, Morbius. Aside from Morbius, mm. uh, which I hear is a jumbled mess, but still entertaining. So that sounds like pretty much every Marvel movie they've come out with. Well, oh, we lost I've, Heather. I, I oh, I've I've only seen um, I've only seen Iron Man one, two, and three. I haven't I've seen three. I've never seen anything past that. Uh, oh, the no, Avengers movies are all decent. To be honest, I've I've only seen I didn't see three either. I've only seen one and two. There we go. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm glad to see Sam Raimi uh, get back in the superhero game. Even though I wasn't a big fan of his Spider-Man films, uh, no. I'll, apparently, wait, people are really like this one. I like Spider-Man one and two. I've never I never uh, saw his Spider-Man. I don't three. hate him. I don't hate him. Uh, Spider-Man 1 I thought was just kind of bland. Spider-Man 2 I thought was a little better. And then mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3, it went right back, you know, kind of take it or leave it. Shitsville. Well, I was hoping uh, in in his Spider-Man 3 when I heard, oh, yeah, he's finally doing Venom. I thought this is going to be awesome. And then it turned out, which, which now compared to the new Venom, the new Venom films with Tom Hardy, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that makes Topher Grace's Venom look like a fucking rock star. Um, but that being said, um, glad to have Sam Raimi back uh, making a oh, big, big budget film. And he says... Uh, oh, he hold says on, he wants- hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. I have to display this clip. Morgan? I just got to say, Morgan? Hold on. Morgan? I'm gonna put this clip. I'm gonna put your comment up because I love it. I love you. I think this is a brilliant comment, and I'm gonna fucking put it up here. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, if it's a bad film, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll fully admit that it's a bad film. But I, I love Clerks One and Clerks Two, so. Right, but you have to admit. Okay, now when I first saw reboot at the reboot roadshow i was obviously still on a high from that night and you know the nostalgia was all i was on board with it not to mention it launched the uh the new uh or the uh, revival of rabbit and red right um but then when i got the blu-ray and i watched the blu-ray after the fact like the second viewing i was like It's it's not yeah. it's it's not on par with a lot yeah. of his other films, Clerks Clerks one or two, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to display Morgan's car- comment because I really enjoyed it. Paul Rosso, I agree. Spider Man mm-hmm. three kinda was the pits. I don't hate it. I don't hate any of Sam Raimi's movies. Uh, the closest one I come to hating is Drag Me to Hell. And I don't hate it. It's got great practical effects. And uh, and it's still a fun movie. I just don't think it's a good movie. Um, I've never seen it, so I can't uh, judge. But um, 
Cocaine Bear. Yes. 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 Cocaine Bear. Recycling Dead Behind. Yes. Elizabeth Banks. New film uh, that well looks like will be re- released next year, February twenty fourth, is based mm-hmm. on the true events of a Kentucky bear that uh, in nineteen eighty five that came upon a dropped drug shipment in the woods and ingested a bunch of cocaine and went on a rampage. Cocaine bear. Hmm. That's all you need to know. I mean, I'm do, sold. Do you think Just, that? Do, do you think that that a normal person that you know that 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 inhaled or or ingested cocaine would do something like this? There you go. I do. <laughs> do you because think uh, because yeah. as they say, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Do Do you think that the cocaine would make them not feel their face burning? If they had enough cocaine, yes, I, I I do believe so. Oh, interesting. Okay, continue. Cocaine bear. Yeah, I'm on board. The Nun Two is filming. Oh, I did not like the Nun One at all. You're I saying you didn't... don't want none? Well, yeah, I don't want none because the other none was just not good, to be honest. Okay, this won't be popular opinion, I'm sure, but I'm just not, and I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen the majority of them, but what I have seen is uh, of James Wan's The Wanaverse of horror movies, I'm not a huge fan, and I like James Wan, I like Saw, um... Even as Fast and the Furious movie was, well, no, nah, it was a shit pile, but it was entertaining. Um, but yeah, I, I don't understand how this Wanaverse has gained so much steam, but I mean, I guess to each of their own. I mean, there are people that like the high school musical movies too. So, you know, I'm not I'm shitting on them. I mean, there there are people who like to spend a bunch of money on fan films. I'm not shitting on you. Uh, I mean, there are people yeah. who like to come on podcasts to defend themselves. And then hang people themselves have been shitting on them. What? I said they I'm not shitting on them either. You're not uh, shitting on them. No. I'm not shitting on them. No. Oh, I'm Heather's... Um, no, 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 no. Oh. Idiot. 55-year-old. Hmm? Heather's internet went out, so that's why we we oh. lost her. Uh, I believe she's trying to get she's trying to get back on, but I don't know if she will or not. So that that will we will see. Um, um, <laughs> Paul Rosso says and use the f word nonstop. One more time for you, Paul. Just for you, Paul. That's right, Paul. Oh wait, that's it. Are you going? That's all to I got left it? in me. I did. I did. did. I did it quiet. I did. Yeah, I did. Quiet. Oh, you did it quiet. Oh, oh, oh. Or, or, or. Oh, did you mean this one? Fuck you. That one's better. Uh, 
Oh. Or wait, wait, wait. Or we could play this one. Wait. Listen for the little noise in the beginning. Like hit me with the phone, Dick. We've heard the little noise in the beginning repeatedly, Mike. That's almost as bad. That's right. That's getting right there on that level with that damn video. Don't you fucking do it either. Don't you fucking don't do it. Don't do it, Mike. Fucking hit me with a phone, Dick! Did you hear it? He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's the funniest thing in the world. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, oh. You homophobe. Oh. Ah, the new trailer for Jurassic World Dominion has dropped. Uh, with the returning I, original cast. Uh, have you seen this, Mike? I haven't seen... Here's the thing. I haven't seen the other two new Jurassic Park films as of yet. So... The first one's not a great movie. It is nostalgia-filled, and you will love it for that. The second one... Has a string thin plot, uh, but it's still a good popcorn movie. Right. Don't expect any more. Uh, and that's what I'm expecting going into the third one. I'm just hoping they they're gonna push the nostalgia button, bringing back all three of the original cast members. Mm. Uh, and I'm hoping for the best. But at this point, uh, it it's. It's about where the new Star Wars trilogy, it's about on that level for me. I, I Because of nostalgia, I can't hate it. But they're, they're not good films. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, uh, I agree with you, Paul. The trailer good, looks good, but it's probably going to suck. Oh... But they're bringing back Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and Laura mm. Dern. That's that's great. Uh, hopefully they have Bruce Dern in it too, and he'll sh maybe he can shoot a dinosaur and they can CGI John Wayne's face on it. He shoots the dinosaur in the back and they CGI John Wayne's face on it. Hey, you anybody know, I know what I'm referencing clip. there? Um, no, but I do have a clip of Bruce Dern in Bru the, the Bruce Dern Jurassic killed. Park. Oh yeah. I'm interested, yeah. okay. Okay. I'm not even mad, Mike. Something. I walked right he into that one. Something. I'm not even mad at you this time. <laughs> this one time, I'm not mad at you. He did shoot something, though, did he not? No, 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 no. Idiot. 55-year-old <laughs> bald motherfucker. <laughs> that's well you know to that 30 year old that's probably what a 55 year old sounds like yeah fair enough yeah look for uh look for uh that 30-year-old and Mike and uh, Alex Edwards' new podcast on Rabbit, Rabbit and Red, uh, the fan film podcast. <laughs> you know, you know what, Cody? 
that sounds like a good idea for a show. And you know what we could do? The whole show could be bashing on fan films. Even your own, yeah. Yep. Or just yours, I mean. I mean, yeah, I, I would take the bullet for that. Violent Night. Violent Night. Uh, David Harbour. David Harbour. Mm-hmm. David fucking Harbor, Stranger Things. Um, I I'm sold on this just from the basic premise I've read. David Harbor, mm-hmm. who is pretty awesome, and most things I've seen him in, uh, he mm-hmm. plays Santa Claus this time, and it's going to be basically Santa Claus meets Die Hard. A group of mercenaries invade a wealthy families compound and take them hostage and uh on christmas and santa claus uh happens to show up and uh try to save the day so uh we're gonna get david harbour santa claus cracking some heads and kicking some ass so yeah i'm i'm on board so so wait so it's basically going to be if I have to, if I have to guess here, it's pretty much going to be David Harbor playing John McClane dressed as Santa Claus. Well, no, I, I'd assume he's probably going to be playing David Harbor because that's what he plays in most uh, movies. Ah, uh, so yeah, he'll be he the sheriff that. from Stranger Things dressed as Santa Claus. Kicking terrorist ass. I see. Okay, that makes sense. That makes some bit of sense. Santa Claus I saves think. rich people. That's right, Mel- 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 Blech, Morgan. Well, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what people want to see. See, is Santa Claus saving rich people? Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, we're finally getting uh, Dracula at Sea, The Last Voyage of the Demeter from Universal mm-hmm. uh, in January of 2023. Uh, what the it's fuck the, is a Demeter? The ship that Dracula rode on from Transylvania to the United States. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they roll up. Uh, in the boat, even the original Dracula, and it's all abandoned except for Renfield. Um, so yeah, and not to mention we get we got a lot of Dracula content coming here uh, soon. I mean, what uh, is it? Blumhouse is doing the Renfield movie. Mm. Oh wait, and isn't Nicolas Cage in that one? Yeah, he plays Dracula in I it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm all uh, I'm all on board for that. I get to see that other movie that just came out that he's in that um, unbearable uh, weight of uh, unbearable weight of massive talent or something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah him and Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yes. I mean Pedro Pascal's a douche in real life, but uh, yeah, I, I, he's a good actor. I like him. Well, I like his voiceover work in The Mandalorian. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I want to check that out. Nicholas Cage playing Nicholas Cage sounds pretty cool. Can't get much more uh, more uh, interesting and uh, flamboyant than playing himself. Right, I agree. Uh, I the new A Quiet Place 
film uh, directed by John Kransky will be a prequel that's been announced. And he's not going to be in it, I don't believe. I don't think so. I'm not he's actually. I'm not sure directing. if he's directing. He might just be executive producing. I wonder if Emma Blunt or whatever Emily Blunt is going to be in it, his wife or whatever. I don't know. I don't know either for sure. That could be something. The first Halloween Ends footage uh, was shown at CinemaCon along with uh, the uh, David Harbour Santa Claus movie. Um, Yeah, we'll see. Um, From what uh, I read on it here, they're the trailer really doesn't tell you much at all. It uh, it's just pushing, showing, building up to the final showdown between Michael and Laurie again. How much do you want to bet? Here's here's what I want to happen. I don't think it's gonna happen this way, but I want them both to kill each other. That's what I want. Kill That's not other. what I want. Not what I want. You don't want them both to kill each other. Like no. you don't want her to stab him and him to stab her, and they both be like, oh. "Well, he he doesn't die. He doesn't die when you stab him. So that's not going to work." What I want is them. He's not supernatural now, though. What do you mean he's not supernatural? He got stabbed repeatedly and shot and all kinds of shit in Halloween Kills. Yeah. So yeah, he's supernatural. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. He's supernatural. But I mean, uh, what I want to see is yeah, in the third act, they finally ha- get ready to have their showdown. Mm-hmm. They're in a big warehouse or something, and a door opens with a light shining through it, and here comes John Carpenter walking through, token on his ball. Just completely oblivious mm-hmm. to either of them being there, and they both turn and look at him. And then just run him down and both stab the shit out of him and kill John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. That's how it needs to end. Well, that would be incredible. And you know what, Morgan, I agree. I think I think it would be interesting to have the uh, Silver Shamrock in three because they've been alluding to that when the other two with the masks and all that stuff. So, yeah, that would be interesting if they gave us that. I would. I don't think David Gordon Green's going to do that, though. I'd like him for to do that, too, to tie it in more than just the mat, showing the mask in the first two. I'd like him to tie in Halloween 3, at least in making reference to the events of Halloween 3. Something. Give us something. And Paul misses uh, the Paul, I miss... I, I'm a thorn. I'm a thorn. Uh, a thorn cult fan. I, I enjoyed that storyline, oh although it did go off the rails, and a oh lot of God, people hate Paul. it. Paul, you're a man after my own heart, Paul. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, I think the 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 thorn storyline was a great idea from the start, basing basing Michael Myers origins in the origin or in the origin of the holiday Mm -hmm. of Halloween uh, back to the uh, Druid times. I thought that was a cool, a cool turn. It may, it didn't turn out like they wanted, 
but uh, I thought it was an interesting idea, to say the least. Yeah. But we'll see on Halloween ends. I'm going in with low expectations, and hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm on a high from Halloween Kills, and I'm ready for it. Fucking bring it in. Yeah. Um, oh, also at CinemaCon. CinemaCon's hot tonight. Uh, the uh, Salem's Lot remake footage debuted at CinemaCon, and apparently it's also been getting rave reviews. Uh, people are saying it's uh, some seriously atmospheric, scary shit. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be better than that, uh, what was it, that 90s uh, Rob Lowe uh, miniseries remake. Oh, um, oh the Which Salem's I, Lot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's something that I'm kind of excited about, just because that's never, you know, it's kind of like it never had that big screen adaptation, I think, yeah. Uh, this could be something special. I really, I really think that. Maybe. How I much mean, you want to bet they'll try to stretch it into two movies, though, or something at least? Though, well, that's the thing to do with Stephen King properties now. I, I think that, you know, gotta cash in. Oh yeah, you do. Well, and that being said, doing most of his movies, trying as long as most. As long as most of his novels are trying to fit it on to a uh, even a two hour film, two or two and a half hour film, I mean, the most of his novels need to be two films or a miniseries. I I personally in them I'm in the camp that believes that the miniseries format works better for Stephen King properties. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. You know, the theatrical versions of, of it were good, I think, for what they were. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed them. Uh, but, I mean, two movies. You know, they split it yeah. up, and, and it worked better that way, or at least I think it did. Uh-huh. Um, Paul, the uh, the only version of Salem's Lot that I actually saw to this point, because I, I didn't watch the Rob Lowe remake, so the David Soul. Salem's Lot was the only version that I've seen up to this point. Which is probably which better scared the way, shit right? out of me as a kid. Um, yeah. Return to Salem's Lot. You remember that one with Tara Reid when she was a little girl? Uh, I got the Scream Factory Blu-ray, but I have not watched it yet. And I don't think I ever watched it. Of course it. you haven't. But I don't... I didn't... What is... So wait, so what is Return to Salem's Lot? Is it actually decent, or, like, what's the deal? No, no, it's not. No? Uh, I haven't You're watched like... it since I was a teenager, but, um, no, it, it was... I watched it back-to-back with the original Salem's Lot miniseries, and, yeah, oh, my God, don't ever do that. Because <laughs> you're like, wow, this is really good, but this is, like... Bleh. Yeah, it just bad writing, bad acting. It was wow. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Melissa Melissa McBride, Carol from The Walking Dead, has mm-hmm. reportedly left the new spin-off series that she was gonna do after The Walking Dead with Norman Reedus. Uh thank God. 
So now it looks like the new spinoff is just going to be about Daryl Dixon, Norman Reedus's character, which he was the most popular character, arguably, uh, from The Walking Dead anyway. Um, right. So, and Jesus, he's already been playing that for, what, 11 years now? So I, I guess mean, he's going to play that role till he dies. He's 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 going to try to break um, Frazier, Frazier, Kelsey Grammer. He's going to try to break uh, Frazier's record. I I mean I think I think you can let the Walking Dead shit um, just take a rest now. I think. Well, they got that other spinoff they're starting too with uh, Negan and uh, Maggie. Mm. Yeah. in New York I'm like guys guys you know give it a break I don't I'm not saying completely end it forever give it a break for about five years and then do a revival people will eat right. that shit up but right you're not all, you know you're all you're gonna do yeah all you, yeah you said it there all you're yeah. gonna do by giving us two or three spinoffs right now, and and they're still talking about doing movies too. They're they're just, I mean, they're just driving it further into the ground and making it that much longer before people are actually going to want to see this shit again. Right. Right, and that's the thing. Nobody's going to want to see it. I think, you know, it reached a point where you know, you've done it for so long, and especially now with this last season, they're just really dragging it out. I think. Yeah, like three parts for the last season. Yeah, three or four parts. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been watching it. I but, haven't. Uh, I stopped watching it. I think I've said it before. But I stopped watching it on, on um, midway through season three. Um, I tried to watch one of the um, the current seasons like with my uh, cousin before, uh, I guess maybe a year or two ago. And... I, I just, I couldn't get into it. It just seems like it's too, it's just too out there. They're, it's they're, become too comic book, bookish. It's, right. it's, yeah. It, it's fell into that same category for me that like most of the 80s and 90s comic book films did. Uh, you know, you, you can only suspend disbelief so far. And right. yeah. Uh, Paul Rosso says the longest running TV character is Munch. Who's Munch? Any relation to Muncher? Oh God, no, not that bastard. Um, I think he means from Law and Order. Richard Belzer played. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. Munch. And hey, didn't he? He came back in the revival, didn't he? Uh, I don't know if he's in the revival of the uh, real thing or not. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think I am right with that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you know what else he was in? He was in that, um... Shit, this is going back. He was also in that movie with, uh, Louie Anderson and Richard Lewis, that, um, The Wrong Guys from 1988. Did you ever see that one, Cody? No. You never saw that? No. Where the three of them go out, like, as, um... They, it was like a reunion of their Boy Scout troop. And they go out into the woods and they encounter uh, John Goodman and like some other people and they kind of like mess them up and shit. It's uh, it's interesting. I haven't seen it in years. No, no. I, yeah, I'm 
I'm all up for it. Sure. Now I have to find it again. <laughs> oh, wait. I almost played the fucking Crossing the Streams with Cody and Friends intro. I don't want to do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Batman 2 has been officially confirmed. I still have not watched the Batman. I haven't either. It's on HBO Max. I'm going to watch it soon. Whenever I get three fucking hours to sit down and watch it. That's uh, yeah, that's the problem. I, I, I know. I know. I don't want to hear it. You sit down for more than three hours at a time. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, only sometimes. I don't but, get to sit down for three hours at a time. Yes. But, but uh, well, it's like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I really want to see it, and I just... Yeah, but that's four I hours. I don't have four hours of my life to sit down. I wish I did. Don't get me wrong. I really wish I did, but... Uh, wow. You know... Come on, guys. We've got to get these... Few, um. Oh, I, I heard about the deleted Joker scene. Oh, shit. But well, I didn't... I it. watched it. I did watch that, uh, Morgan, and uh, I, I didn't think it was terrible. I thought he was a decent Joker. Um, but the, th the problem is, and that's the reason that I heard they left it out of the film, because, you know, we've just got too much Joker, excuse me, uh, in the last uh, couple decades, and the director made a good choice in saying, hey, let's... Let's save this for the sequel if we do a sequel. You know, let, let's let the character breathe for a while. I've always liked the Joker. I really, I've always. Like, the Joker has always been my shit. I love Even it. Jared Leto Joker? Uh, Let's not go that far. Hey, I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him. I hated the I Suicide no, Squad. I no, I didn't hate him either. I will go on record saying I hated the Suicide Squad. Now, Suicide Squad, James Gunn sequel, reboot, I enjoyed it. Mm. But it's a James Gunn movie, so you have to enjoy it. Right. I can agree. But yeah. Definitely. And, and it's a shame. It's a shame he didn't bring back. I don't know if he just, James Gunn didn't want to or if Jared Leto wasn't interested. But I really thought they they could have brought his Joker back and actually done him justice in uh, no pun intended justice league in uh, uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. But they didn't. It didn't happen, uh, and uh, we still got a decent movie. Yeah. Still got something. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. One of these days, I'll watch it but I have not seen this yet. Oh, and unfortunately, Sony has confirmed Venom 3 <laughs> is a go. Uh, why Why do these movies keep getting made? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're horrible. <laughs> and, and they have big budgets. And they just keep getting made. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? Speaking, speaking of Sony... Um, they are they are making another Ghostbusters. I did hear that. That's been officially greenlit too. And uh, well, yes, I have, Mike, I, I, I know. Have a clip. I have a clip from 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 the next Ghostbusters. 
and it's a little green. Oh, why? Yes, you... I will bet... I'm not going to say my life, because I I like my life. But mm-hmm. I will bet your life on it that yes. Slimer will at least make an appearance. Well, this is this is what I want... The new Ghostbusters. You know what I want to see in the next Ghostbusters? Here's what I want to see. I want to see this. I want to see him shit out Muncher. I literally just want to see him shit him out, like, in pieces. How about no Muncher at all? And um, we just get a cameo by Slimer. Will you be happy then? Well, no. It, it needs to not be Which, a cameo. Well, it hey, that, that's start. all Slimer had in the first two films. If but, you want to cut it down yeah, to that. But, was a... but he still got credit in Ghostbusters 2. They put N. Slimer. I saw him in the credits, and I, I appreciate that and approve. Now, I'm all for them doing a the real Ghostbusters reboot of the cartoon series. If if they do that, I'll be on board with it, yeah. Bring back... But Albert. I don't think they will. Yes. But what can you do? You know, um, hopefully, hopefully uh, we'll get Slimer. And uh, I, I don't really know what they're going to do. I, I mean, I assume they're going to, from the ending of Afterlife, I assume they're going to, it's going to be back in New York, which sets the stage for the return of Slimer. Uh, maybe the return of uh, Vigo the Butcher from uh Ghostbusters 2, which I mean, uh, that, um, what's his name? Reitman has already said that uh, it is canon in yeah. his universe. Correct. So, um, yeah, um, I'm interested in seeing what they do with it. Um, I hope they don't go. To uh, which I, I thought I know you hate Afterlife, but I thought Afterlife just had just enough nostalgia, borderline too much, but just enough. And I'm afraid them taking it back to New York, it's just going to be them beating you over the head with nostalgia. Mm. Uh, well, no, I can't say that I totally hated Afterlife. The beginning was good. Okay, end- we have that on record. This is live. Mike just said he can't say he totally hated Afterlife. I hated Muncher. The beginning of Afterlife was good, and the ending of Afterlife was good. But everything in between just made me want to vomit. Wasn't that bad. I mean, it was more like... More like an Amblin film, is what it felt like to me. Um... I mean, at any point during uh, the second act, I expected him to uh, fly over the moon with E.T. in a basket. But yep. uh, hold, hold on but one second, Cody. I'm not saying that in a bad way. One, 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 one second here, Cody. Morgan, do you realize that every comment that you make makes me love you even more? Like, when I see these comments, I'm like... Uh, Morgan, I will agree with you on the uh, Paul Feig 2016 Ghostbusters reboot. Aside from putting female characters in, 
this the place it didn't uh do anything new it was a not paul feig's fault it was the studio the studio fucked that film uh that being said afterlife i feel they did do something new with it and by doing something new they did something old they made it into an amblin movie and uh and I like that about it, but it I can understand people not not who are fans of big fans of the original too, which I am, but I'm also a big Amblin fan. So it, I got the best of both worlds from it. So I really enjoyed it. But people who are just Ghostbusters fans, uh, I can understand why it did not feel like a Ghostbusters movie to them. Right. And Paul, it's not streaming anywhere for free yet. Afterlife is not streaming like on Netflix or anything yet. Um, you can like rent it or purchase it digitally and stream it that way. I would not recommend it. Um, I would recommend it. <laughs> um, the beginning is good, the ending is good, everything in between. Get you an eight pack of Ecto Cooler. I sit down well, and uh, sit down and uh, enjoy the ride. I wouldn't want to, you know. And, and I could, I can, I can see your point there, Morgan. Although, for whatever reason, I don't hate The Force Awakens. Well, then again, I can't say that either because I've only seen The Force Awakens once. I never watched it like after I saw it in the theater. Maybe I need a second viewing. Uh, I've seen it a couple times. I still enjoy it, but I enjoy it for what it is. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of on the lines of Ghostbusters Afterlife for me. It's, uh, the nostalgia, you know, I can understand younger audiences or people who just aren't fans of the, uh, franchise, not enjoying mm -hmm. it, but the, they punched the nostalgia button just enough. Uh, like I said, borderline too much. But it, it just enough to where I really enjoyed. And the, my main gripe about The Force Awakens, they had the opportunity, J.J. Abrams had the opportunity to, uh, you know, he had the original cast there. And that's what everybody wanted to see is the original cast back together. Right. Sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, flying through hyperspace. And we never got that with the new trilogy. They no. fucking killed off characters, and I understand they wanted to try to pass the torch along, but they need we needed as as original fans uh, uh, of the original trilogy, we needed that hero moment yeah. of of the original cast back together, at least for one scene. That yeah. that was all we were asking, and they couldn't deliver that to us. And wow, I mean, that, that was just a huge misstep, in my opinion. Huge. I agree. I agree. 100. But hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll make up for that um, in, until Disney stops making money on Star Wars, which will probably be never. But right now, they're just cranking out new series uh, left and right, which I've enjoyed so far. So yeah. we'll see. I'm still holding out for the Ewok, new Ewok series. You know that when are we going to get that? Yeah, but, I would be. Uh, I love those little guys. 
Yeah, and people, yeah, the Ewoks are like the black sheep of the Star Wars family. And I never understood why. I still don't to this day. Um, people argued in Return of the Jedi that, well, how can these little furry cute teddy bears defeat uh, an army of armed stormtroopers? And I'm like, that, that's the whole point, you know. It's, you know, like the... Battle of the Little Bighorn, the Native Americans fucking plowing over the heavily armed cavalry. You know, it. But, uh, right. but yeah. Now, I watched the uh, original two Ewok movies with my uh, kids here a couple weeks ago. I haven't seen them in so long. Wow, they're they're really not... Well, you know, they're made for TV movies, but I mean, they're they're made for TV movies, and it really shows. You know, like they didn't hold up. N- not really, but the, like I said, still the just the nostalgia of them. Uh, I still enjoyed them. Yeah, I could. You know, I'm gonna have to try. I have them on. Um... DVD somewhere. I gotta dig them out and watch them again. You know, and e- even the old uh, droids and Ewoks cartoon from the early 80s. I watched them when I was a kid, when they originally aired, and uh, and they still kind of hold up. They're still pretty good uh, cartoon shows. The kid, My kids like them. Right. But that being said, yes. Mike, we got anything else, bud? Or do you want to wrap this thing do. up? I think, uh, I think we can wrap up. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us tonight. Uh oh, one more thing, Paul Rosso. Yeah, I really hope Obi- the new Obi Wan series is uh, top notch too. I think it will be. I don't yeah. think Ian McGregor would have attached himself to it if uh, and came back to the role if uh, if that wasn't oh, the case. I didn't even realize he's fucking doing this, is he? Oh, not just him, but um, fuck, what's his name from the uh, prequels that played uh, Anakin, Hayden Christensen. He's coming back as Darth Vader. They're, they're, that's the whole build-up to this four-part miniseries is uh, they're getting the rematch between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Wait, you mean the rematch from, like, A New Hope that killed him? Or is it just an all-new... No, before in between. In between the prequels and A New Hope. We're getting uh, the, that's what they're teasing at is that they're saying there's going to be a big rematch. It's all you build up to a big rematch between Obi Wan and so wait, what in the universe take place? It takes place, don't misquote me on this. After uh, three, right? Or don't, well, I don't want to misquote after. anybody. Yeah, it's after, yeah, it's uh, it's I think I want to say it's 10 years after Return of the Jedi. I want to say. Is what I read. Really? Oh, man. And I didn't want, you know, I haven't watched The Mandalorian or any of that shit. Oh, get on it, Mike. But get on I it. Mandalorian to... is top notch. Is it? Yeah. It I, will make it, I, I will go as far to say is that out of all the new Star Wars properties we've got, all the new movies, uh, it's the best new Star Wars property by far out of the new trilogy, any of the new movies we've got from Disney. Okay. It, it feel it feels more like Star Wars, like the original Star Wars than any of those do. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it then. And Paul says that 
the Obi-Wan thing takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So. Yeah, why was I saying Return of the Jedi? What was I thinking? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm in episode three. <laughs> oh, I am on board. I am going to have to fucking watch that because that that's. Ooh. Ooh, it's going to get me all in the feels. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on board. But, uh, that being said, guys, uh, this has been a fun episode. Uh, sorry Heather couldn't uh, make it all the way to the end with us. Uh, hopefully we'll have her back next episode. And uh, we will, hopefully next episode, not talk about fan films at all. Uh, no. I, I think we've got that out of our system. Uh, best yeah. best of luck to anybody who is making fan films. Even, uh, even, uh, you idiot. Uh, yeah, uh, even that guy, you know, uh, and anybody out here, out there who's trying to express herself creative, creatively in a healthy way that's not hurting others, Rabbit and Red fully supports you. So, until next week, next week after next, uh, I'm Cody. That's Michael J. Oh, wait. says bye. Oh, oh, that's oh, Cody. Oh, 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 oh. That's Cody. This is, wait, hold on. This is Nick. Wait. <laughs> this is, hold on. I feel, do I have the thing to my head? Put it to your head and pull the trigger, Mike. Do it. Maybe that's okay. Hold on, I gotta. Can I find a where? Where's there a gun?
celebrate Slider Sunday all season long. Kings Hawaiian is giving away $1 million in a trip to the big game to one lucky winner. Just go to kingshawaiianshowdown.com to enter to win. Earn more entries by playing fun games, voting on your favorite sliders, and discovering delicious game day recipes. That's kingshawaiianshowdown.com for your chance to win $1 million. kingshawaiianshowdown.com. 